0: Welcome to Time of Restoration broadcast. We are so happy that you have tuned in and pray that something will be said to bless you, encourage your heart, lift your spirit, and increase your faith. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. For this is the day that the Lord hath made, and I shall rejoice and be glad in it. As I often say, that I have made a quality decision to rejoice in this day, to magnify the Lord in this day, to worship the Lord in this day, a new day. A day which I've never seen, but God created it for me and for you. I thank God for the opportunity to come into your homes and wherever you're listening. You might be on the highway, you know, in your automobiles. But I just thank God for this opportunity to be able to come uh, and speak a word uh, to you. And before I go into my lesson, uh, I'm going to open up the broadcast today, reading Psalms 130. One of my spiritual daughters has shared this with me, that uh, this was one of her favorite Psalms. And so I decided to go and read it, and I says, wow, it blessed me. So I, I just wanted to share it with you on today and it's Psalms 130 and it reads, Out of the depths have I cried unto thee, O Lord. Lord, hear my voice, let thine ears be attentive to the voice of my supplications. If thou, Lord, shouldest mark iniquities O LORD, who shall stand? But there is forgiveness with thee, but thou mayest be feared, that thou mayest be feared. I wait for the LORD, my soul doth wait, and in his word do I hope. My soul waiteth for the LORD more than they that watch for the morning. I say, more than they that watch for the morning. Let Israel hope in the Lord. For with the Lord there is mercy, and with him a plenteous redemption. And he shall redeem Israel from all his iniquities. Isn't that an awesome psalm? I tell you, it really blessed me because how often do we cry out to the Lord from the depths of our souls? And when we are crying out to Him, He hears us. It says, Lord, to hear my voice. Let Thine ears be attentive to the voice of my supplication. I know in the scriptures, in, um, it says, with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. So many times we have not because we refuse to ask. And we are doing a teaching on the renewing of the mind, dealing with the attacks that comes uh, in the mind through thought patterns, through our thought life. And so we're continuing that teaching on this, morning or this evening whether it's morning or evening that you're listening to this broadcast and we've been teaching from Renewing of the Mind and our scripture text for that is coming from Romans 12 chapter uh, chapter 12 verses 1 and 2 and it reads as follows and it says and perfect will of God and last week we left you with uh, how to overcome strongholds some of the things we were sharing with you uh, was that we need to have faith in the name of Jesus uh, to overcome strongholds and what happens is that when we uh, develop strongholds is when the enemy take something maybe a thought And then it becomes so so embedded in your mind that when you sleep, when you're awake, when you're just about your daily chores, those things are just on your mind. You can't seem to shake it. But we can learn to overcome strongholds by having faith in the name of Jesus and casting down those imaginations, you know with the blood of Jesus, using the word of God. We have to, uh, the weapons of our praise. We have to learn to praise God. Uh, in the midst of praising, your thought life can change. You know, those strongholds have to come down through prayer and intercession, uh through the anointing of the Holy Spirit. All these are the ways by which you can overcome strongholds. It talks about the fact that If we keep our mind, uh, free by disciplining our lifestyle to renewing our mind and God's word every day, that will too help, you know, overcome strongholds through the word of God. It is so crucial that we get into the word every day, every day. We need to get into God's word. Um when we, when we neglect his word, we are just robbing ourselves. So today I'm going to start teaching uh, resisting the devil lies because he lies to us. And most of his thoughts that he plants in our minds are just suggestions and lies. So it's very important that we cover ourselves with the blood. That was another thing we had talked about, the importance of appropriating the blood of Jesus to our thoughts, to our minds, even to our whole bodies. When we go out before we go out for the day to travel on the dangerous highways or if we are traveling by air, whatever way we are traveling, we need to appropriate the blood. Lord, cover me, cover my family, cover my children, cover my household, cover cover my home while I'm asleep, Lord. Cover me, protect me, oh God. We saw that in Israel during the time of the plagues, that when they put the blood on the doorpost, said the death angel passed over. So it is so important that we appropriate and use the blood of Jesus. So, before I go into the lesson, I would like to pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for the opportunity to enter your throne room of, of grace. Lord, that I can enter, oh God, with boldness and not with timidity. God, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would anoint the hearers, O oh God. Prepare the hearts of the men and women, boys and girls to receive the truth. Because you are the truth. You are the way. You are our life. And Lord, we're asking today that you would just bless. We are praying today for our government. We are pr- praying for our president. We are praying for leaders of other nations. We are praying for pastors, oh God, the body of Christ. Lord, continue to unite us. Make us one. And Lord, today we are praying for the nurses and praying for those that are sick. Lord, we're praying for the nurses and the first responders and All workers, not just essential, but all workers are essential workers. We are praying for them, praying for your protection. And Lord, we're coming against sickness and diseases. Lord, we're praying, oh God, for those that are hidden behind their doors because they've been violated, victims of day and night. God, we are lifting them up, oh God, that you would give them the courage that they can't come out of that house They can't come from where they are, that their lives are, they can go on with a life and living a life with your blood of protection. And Lord, we're asking, oh God, that you will continue to lift up those that are depressed. Lord, we come against the spirit of oppression. We come against the spirit of abortion. We come against the spirit of suicide. God, we speak life and that people shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. God, you are our redeemer. You are our savior. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, oh God, that you hear our prayers. Oh God, from the depths of Oh, from the depths of my soul, Lord, I've cried unto you, and Lord, you are, you hear us. And Lord, today we are asking that you will let the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart, be acceptable in thy sight. Oh, Lord, my Redeemer, oh God, in my strength. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So, today continuing our teaching on the renewing of the mind, and dealing with warfare, we're going to be teaching on resisting the devil's lies. It says, in the battle, if the battle in the mind involves attacking the devil's lies, (laughs) then the best weapon to use against a lie is the truth, God's word, which is truth. Now, here are some typical lies of the devil that we can resist and reject with Bible truth. God doesn't always heal because it isn't his will. Well, we know that the scripture clearly lets us know. He even tells us in Psalms 103, Bless the Lord, O my soul and forget not his benefits, because he healeth all thy diseases. He forgives all your iniquities, and he heal all of your diseases. So, that's what the truth is saying. But now, the devil will tell you, God doesn't always heal, because it isn't his will. It is his will that all would be healed. That is his will. He said he said He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities and the chastisement of, my, of our peace was upon him and by his stripes we are healed. Also in 1 Peter 2.24, it states that who, his own self, bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed. So if we were, we are. <laughs> so so we see here, that's a lie that we don't have to accept from Satan because God is our healer. He says, "I am the God that healeth thee." That's what he told Israel, and we can take that same principle and that same word. It says, "He is the Lord that healeth thee." So that's one lie you can throw out the window. You are a failure, and you and you always will be. You are a failure, and you always will be? Well, the Bible lets us know that if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things pass away. Behold, all things become new. So the fact that I am a new creation, God cannot fail. (laughs) God cannot fail. Because he's now inside of me, he's inside of you, and he cannot fail. One thing I can say, there's a song that we sing sometimes, I've come this far, and I find no fault, and I feel like going on. God is faithful when we are faithless. And the fact that he is so faithful, I know I am not a failure. I know that I am not a failure. I know that I can do all things through Christ who strengtheneth me. We have to stand on his word when it comes to those lies that Satan will plant in our life and in our thoughts and in our ears. And then he'll tell you, you know, you're not worthy to receive anything from God. You're not worthy. None of us were worthy but he made us worthy. Hallelujah. None of us were worthy. We were all sinners. We all deserved death, but God commended his love toward us that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. No, none of us were worth it or worthy of it, but he made us worthy. Because of the blood that was shed on Calvary's cross, so these lies we have to combat with God's word, with truth. Hallelujah! The Bible says in in, um, in Philippians four and eight, Philippians four and eight, uh, Philippians four and eight, whatever things. Finally, brethren, what. WHATSOEVER THINGS ARE TRUE, WHATSOEVER THINGS ARE HONEST, WHATSOEVER THINGS ARE JUST, WHATSOEVER THINGS ARE PURE, WHATSOEVER THINGS ARE LOVELY, WHATSOEVER THINGS ARE OF GOOD REPORT, IF THERE BE ANY VIRTUE, AND IF THERE BE ANY PRAISE, THINK ON THESE THINGS. And then Paul goes on to say, those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and the God of peace shall be with you. And this is what he was telling the Philippian church. And this is what he's telling us today. You know, if we think on the things that are honest and pure and just, we can counteract all those lies that Satan is planting in our thoughts. To to tell us that, you know, um, there'll be a failure and that God doesn't always heal because it's not his will. And and that you are not worthy to receive anything from God. (laughs) And then it tells you, you're a hypocrite. And you'll never change. Well, you know, they're all hypocrites. Many of them. And if you are a hypocrite, you can change. And you can be changed by renewing, by the renewing of your mind. You can change by submitting your will to his will. You can change through prayer and fasting. You can change, you know, if you are a hypocrite that says, Lord, just help me to be real. Help me to be real. Because what he's looking for, he's looking for real people, you know, and real people are not people that's, holier than thou you act like they can't make a mistake or act like they can't you know no 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 no. real people are people that fall you know but they get back up the bible says a just man said he'll fall seven times in one day he sinned you know we can repent He, he he's the advocate for us Jesus Christ he's the mediator between God and man and he has made provision That if by chance you sin, all you have to do is confess that sin. He will turn around, forgive you of the sin that you committed. And then cleanse you from all unrighteousness. So if you've been hypocritical, you know what to do to get on the street call straight. Just be real. Be honest. And be truthful. And submitting your will to God's will. You'll always have financial problems. You'll never get ahead. That's another lie. I know in my life when my husband and I we, when we first got married over the years we had financial difficulties and the one thing I do know that God's system works. A lot of times people want to say, you know, tithes is in the Old Testament and it's not for today and try to make all kinds of excuses to to keep from getting into his system, you know, but his system works. If you learn to pay your tithes and give your offerings above your tithes, trust me, he will open up windows and, and, and pour out blessings that you don't even have room enough to receive. Ask me how I know because I have proved him. And that's one scripture in the Bible where he tells us, you know, that we can give him a test, prove him, prove me and see that I won't pull you out, you know, uh, and open up windows for you of blessings. So, you know, we have to know the scripture to counteract all of these lies. And these are just a few of the lies that he, you know, will tell us people don't like you nobody likes you you're a misfit you'll never be loved or accepted now that's a big one because a lot of people walk around thinking that they're not loved they sometimes they don't always fit in certain groups you know, from childhood, they've been rejected. Maybe the last one to be called to be on a team. If they were choosing members to be on a particular team to play a sport, sport. And many times they were the last to be chosen. And through life, just they have seemed to have been the last ones to be chosen. And they always feel rejected. But one thing I want you to know today that you are, if you're born again, you're blood washed, you are already accepted in the beloved. You need to know that. You're seated with Jesus in heavenly places and you're already accepted in the beloved. If other people do not want to accept you, know that you are accepted in Christ Jesus. And that's the most important acceptance that one needs. I mean, because nobody, you know, no individual or human can save you. But Jesus Christ is the only one that can save you, deliver you, you know, make you whole, renew your mind, you know, and give you total peace. And this is done through the Holy Spirit. So, when you think people don't like you, you know, uh, don't don't dwell on that. You know, the Bible says you need to, you know, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Sometimes people pick up and sense that you don't love yourself. And sometimes that's why they're picking up, you know, maybe what's going on inside of you due to the fact that you don't even love yourself. But the Bible tells us the greatest commandment is, first of all, to love God with all your whole heart, mind, and soul, and to love your neighbor as you love yourself. So if you can't love yourself, you cannot love your neighbor. But if you can love God and trust him, that you can love people, your neighbors, and yourself through him, it can be done. So... Tonight, I'm going to leave you with those three, um, 1, two, three, four, five, six. I'm going to leave you with those six lies that I have shared with you, and we'll cover some more on next week's lesson. So know that you know you are accepted in the Beloved, and you do not have to accept the lies that he presents to you, and they are always suggestions. You know, always think on the things that are pure and honest and just and lovely and, and, you know, and stand on his word to counteract all of those lies from Satan. So tonight, if you are having problems with your thought life, pray this prayer with me and I'm going to pray for all of those that are dealing with, this type of struggle. And Father God, I stand in the gap tonight for those that are battling with listening and entertaining the lies of Satan. Lord, I stand in the gap for them. Lord, I appropriate your blood to their minds, to their thought life, and that they will use your word to counteract, which is truth, to counteract the lives of Satan and we bind your works and we render you powerless in the lives of God's people and we thank you for the victory in our lives. In Jesus name we pray. If you would like to accept Jesus as your personal savior, pray this prayer with me. Father God, I confess that I am a sinner. I believe in your son, Jesus, and know that he died for me. I believe in his death, his burial, and his resurrection. Jesus, come and live on the inside of me. Wash me with your blood. Justify me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. Be my Lord, my Master, my Savior, my Keeper, and my Friend. So if you prayed this prayer, let someone know that you've accepted Jesus as your personal Savior. And if you would like to call in to let us know, the number is 856-629-1764. And if you need prayer, call us also at the same number, 856-629-1764. If you receive Jesus tonight, the angels in heaven are rejoicing and I am rejoicing with you. The greatest thing that you can do in life is to accept Jesus as your personal savior. I cannot imagine living eternity being separated from God, the creator of the universe. I can't even fathom that. So the greatest thing that you have done this day is to have made Jesus your lord and your master and i want you to serve satan notice satan <laughs> you are no longer my servant but i am a child of god <laughs> i am now a christian and i belong in the family of God. So whatever you do, always remember to tell someone about Jesus because Jesus is Lord.